Candace Small of the Black Veils, Jason Small of Fantastic IT. (laughs) Together, they rule the world here. You guys are guests of pilot uh, number 82. 8-2, 8-2, yeah. Fonz, What's up, doing? man? We're nice. back. Yes. Feels we, good, right? Yes, it does. And it feels good to have these two as our guests. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. A lot of pre-show energy. A lot of pre-show boozing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and a good time so far. Uh, how are you guys doing? Awesome. Yeah. We're good. Good. We're kicking it. Jason, I know you were like, I'm going to be behind the scenes, so I'm going to start with you. Okay. <laughs> I love that. No, Go but with I want to start because I want to just give you maximum thanks for... Uh, Supporting the IT side of our of our podcast oh. and, and your brain um, uh, seriously makes helps run this show. So uh, thank you very much, and I uh, drink to thee. Hey, uh, thank cheers. you. Cheers. Hey. Hit a clink. All right. Well, now right. we got the show underway. Uh, Fonz, you brought you brought some nice. What is that? That's like a. It reminds me of a like a what a DJ takes to a record label. There's like no. It's like a white record. What is this? <laughs> it's the white labels. White label. Yeah. yeah. So um, one of my coworkers, her her uh, fiance is from the Czech Republic, and uh, so he just came back from his trip there is to that visit what it's family and friends. Today? That's what it's called yeah. today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he just came back. And he was hanging out with his buddies over there from like high school and, and growing up in his little village and stuff. So he brought this, uh, he's, I don't know if it's smuggled or whatever, but he brought us um, brandy, plum brandy from the Czech Republic that he put in like these two liter soda bottles. Well, actually, it wouldn't be two liters because they only do liters, right? They only do yeah. half liters. Half liters okay. and right? liters. Half liters? Yeah. So it was a, a, he had a liter container. So my coworker is like, oh, do you like brandy? I was like, I like anything that has alcohol. Just yeah. She's like, well, I got I got a bunch of plum brandy, that uh that that uh, my fiance brought back, and uh, so she's like, but I want to put it in a container for you because he just brought it in these soda containers, right? Can I stop you right there? Yeah. So he legit smuggled plums. <laughs> plum brandy. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Legit smuggled plum. You don't know. You you don't want to know where, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if it tastes better, then keep, keep smuggling he, plums, my man. He, he fermented <laughs> himself <laughs> internally through the trip. Through the trip, yeah, through the trip okay, on the it. flight. Sorry. Okay, I just got it. All right. So it's plum brandy that that uh, he wanted us to try. So, but we have to do it a specific way. If Let's we, give it a go. Just, can go. you describe the the way? Yeah. So we have to take a deep breath. Drink it, and then swallow and stuff, and then that's it. Like, just that's, that's the traditional way of doing it. So Okay. Uh, you've done this already? No. Okay. I, I, I actually waited. She's, she was asking me if I tried it yet. And I was like, no, I want to do it for the show. And who is it? What's the name of your friend? Alyssa. Alyssa. Alyssa and, and Robin. Robin is the, the dude that uh, brought it back. Oh, well. Thank you, Alyssa and Robin. Thank you very much. Traditionally, males smuggle plums. <laughs> well, I don't know what you call the female version of it, but listen, Robin. Cheers. Cheers to oh, I don't know how they say it. Prost. I don't. I don't know, but we gotta. I'll ask. Thank her. you. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Salut. Eric. We'll do Salud. it in as many languages Salud. as I know. Do not. Oh. <laughs> that's got a kick. It's not terrible though. It's not bad. No, there is that plum. Yeah. Plum taste, and there's also a smuggle taste. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little a boot very taste. Good combination. I, all things check. Mm. I'm a fan of. That was yeah, delicious. I like it. It wasn't too bad. Well, warms yeah. you up. 
I have hair in my chest. It's gonna plum get me drunk. Get you drunk, plum drunk. No, normally like you do. You take the deep breath after, like you take a shot, right? right. This one warned you, like you got to take it before, because <laughs> right. sometimes you, you, you won't be able to get it. Candice, yes, black veils. It's right. a, you guys are a burlesque. I'm gonna do this now, to, yeah. To uh, to kind of you know you fill me in more, but from my understanding, you're burlesque. You guys are at Harvells. That's what's really cool down mm-hmm. Long Beach. You got a couple shows coming up. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of both of you guys uh, since Thanks. Jason told me about you on social media. <laughs> I've been checking you guys out. And you guys not only have had shows kind of in what you think of a, where a traditional burlesque show is, but you guys have had mm-hmm. shows in kind of different places, which I can't wait to hear about. But tell our listeners uh, exactly what Black Veils is. It's a collection of girls, and they, they yeah. tell us. So what do we expect when we go to a Black Veils show? I have a group of girls. Um, it's more of like your neo-burlesque type thing, so it's not the traditional type burlesque. More um, updated, that uh, more modern type of take on dance and it's about like women owning it and taking ownership for themselves and their body and like their sexuality and whatnot so most of our fans I think are actually I know are women which is really really cool for us so um I think that like that helps with our group so my girls the ones that I have in the group I've got about like seven right now um they're amazing. They come in and they, they're really confident. So that's what like portrays on stage really, really well. And we work really well vibing with the crowd and stuff like that. Um, so it's more than just dancing, I think. Um, I think it's a lot about like feeling the crowd and being proud of what you do. And then also with, you know, the way things are going right now in like society with like the whole me too thing. It's kind of cool that this is that platform that, um, that women can kind of take back for themselves. Gotcha. And, and put out a show where there's no fear, no like inhibitions and there's no, um, judgment or anything like that. Gotcha. So it's kind of really cool time. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of like where it's based from. And then from that, there's a lot of dance involved, a lot of like rehearsals, technique, you know, um, classes, things like that, you know. You have so a dance background, right? That's what you mentioned I earlier. Do. And so yeah. when, when you mentioned contemporary, it's not like you guys are dancing to like Tom and Jerry tunes, right? Like a <laughs> traditional burlesque. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah what, what do you mean by contemporary? You guys have a different, a bigger uh, library of music or? Yeah. There's your more traditional style of burlesque, which is where you take off things and you have like the big fans, that um, vaudeville sort of like old school kind of burlesque. Um, well, that's the term vaudeville, not yeah. Tom and Jerry background music. Vaudeville, <laughs> Got it. that's what they call that, um, which is amazing. But that's that's not so much what we do. Um, it's it's heavily based on dance, and um, and how you can portray that and and turn that into um, get the message across kind of thing to the audience sort of thing. So it's a lot of things that you see like on the videos, like on stage. It's more modern, so that's why they call it like neo-burlesque versus like your traditional burlesque. Cool. So that's kind of what we do. We do a little bit of aerial stuff. It's more, Mm -hmm. I guess I would say it's more cabaret. You could call this cabaret, neo-burlesque. Like they're both kind of the same thing. It's very vague. Um, but we do a little bit of both. So, aerialist, right. 
singers, dancers. We come through. We like get in your face, shake our booties a little bit. It's a good time. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Thoughts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I know what we're trying to do right here in this podcast. You guys are so heavily, uh, it's a visual, there's this visual component. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so you're describing well what you do. Thanks. I'm so trying. I just wanted to do something <laughs> describing well what yeah, you guys you're right, do. Yeah, you're right, because we are very visual. Yeah, just, like, that's I mean, our the, the solid answer would be like, why the fuck are we here? Go check out the show. <laughs> social media. Why are we talking about this? This is where you can find me on social media. Bye, motherfuckers. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Can I have See some more of that? See you there. Get some more plum. So how long have you been doing this? Um, the Black Veils, we've been doing that for about three years. Three years. Um, I myself have been doing it for about... 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe 10 years now. I, was, mm-hmm. I should say 10 years. I've been dancing since I was like six. So I have a background in that, and I grew up doing that. And um, and then, yeah, about, about 13 years ago, 12, 13 years ago, I started with um, another company doing the same kind of similar, but um, getting into it, getting familiar with it, like learning how to move differently as a dancer versus, you know, your classical training. And burlesque—it's a whole. Do you remember like thing. the first uh, introduction to it, like the first burlesque show that you saw, or uh, <sighs> like how did how did that like? Yeah, I think I was actually in a show first, and then I saw burlesque shows after, which is completely backwards. It shouldn't should not be that way, but that's how it happened for me. <laughs> so I was in it first, and I felt like I moved really awkward because as a dancer, you're really stiff and. You have a lot of like technique and stuff like that, and you you flow, but you you tuck your butt under, your chest is lifted, like you hide your your ass and tits, like basically that's the that's dance. in traditional dance. In okay. traditional, yeah. What, what is traditional what do you mean dancing. by traditional? Like like different forms, like of, ballet, of dance. Oh, got it. like okay. if like that's what I grew up is doing, like traditional Bell. dance. Got it. So I have like a real heavy heavy background in that kind of thing, but changing it to do burlesque was a whole different. A whole different experience for me because everything is sticking the butt out sticking the boobs out like tossing the hair it's a whole different style of dance and I had to retrain myself to do that so it took a little while for me to get comfortable with that and then once I got comfortable with it then I decided there was a certain aesthetic that I wanted to portray and so I decided to start my own group and go with my own vision of that and that's the black veils today that transformation has to be pretty cool like personally like you're going through all this and trying to figure it out like i mean it's almost like a an artist trying to use different colors to paint a different picture it's like she learned all the rules and then broke them all and then broke them but yeah but in the words of shakespeare to break the rules you got to know the rules yeah that's so true yeah you guys are right because it's it's a matter of like looking at what's out there already what's being saturated what I think that could be done differently and also what is new, uh, what the current climate wants right now. So I've had, in the three years that I've had this group, I've had a lot of change happen from the start to where we are today and we're still kind of like changing, trying, uh, not trying to find our niche, but nailing down our niche. Right. Because there is, burlesque is very vague so is neo-burlesque. Like all of those words are very, very vague. There's a lot of people think of the more traditional thing with like the fans and taking things off. 
which is amazing in its own right. But what we do is, is totally different than that. We don't actually take any clothes off. It's not about that or it's not really about the props either. It's more about like the dancing and the attitude and the message that you send to the crowd. And, um, and then also showcasing the fact that like we have trained dancers versus somebody that has just decided to, you know, sort of get into it. So, um, for me, it's, there's not a lot of outlets for a trained dancer these days. Like you're either doing music videos and stuff in LA or you're just or you're in a company and you're doing like ballet or you're not or teaching doing anything or teaching. yeah <laughs> or you're teaching yeah. it, it, there's nothing really in between even worse maybe podcasting right <laughs> <laughs> no this is fun um, but it's kind of cool because I I feel like I've been able to give both the girls in the group and the people that take my classes an environment that allows them to grow themselves yeah. and and um, discover who they are and come out of their shells and own it for them, you know, right. for themselves um, and take it back. It's kind of a cool way to be sexy. Like, there's nothing better than feeling good about the way that you move on stage. And I feel like we give that... Um, my girls give that to themselves and then they also give it to the crowd, which helps like kind of translate. I think when you're trying to be unique or when you are unique, I mm-hmm. think what you're trying to do is uh, instill a culture, right? Because you can shake a yeah. tree and a bunch of dancers come up. But then yeah. they have this like um, anticipation of what maybe burlesque is. I mean, you, you mentioned you're so yeah. vague. I'm sure like you Reddit doesn't even have a subcategory for it. Yeah. But like you're so vague. So you're kind of like, Yes, you're a dancer. Yes, you're really good at this. You're a really good burlesque right. dancer. But There's I'm trying to create us. this it's kind Los of weird, weird, not weird, but this unique yeah. vision of what a dance a dance should be. Yeah. Um, you said you have seven, seven gals, right? Yeah. Right now I've got seven, what's, seven stellar ladies. What's the background? One you mentioned, um, uh, they're all dancers, professionally trained dancers, mm-hmm. which is awesome because that kind of builds validity to what you do rather than just some random person that practices in their bedroom exactly in front of their iphone yeah that's Um, where we're a little different yeah what what other but what about what other non-formal backgrounds uh do these gals have in the way of like uh this is probably a poor very poor uh example but if like (laughs) when you think of like spice girls you had one that likes sports, one that was like a bitch, maybe. One that was like, more, like, yeah, yeah. like what, what are your girls? Do they like, like, in their spare time, do they like uh, hot rods? Do they like uh, uh, going to the batting cages? What, 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 are, what are unique things of the gals outside of, of what you see on stage? Right. Um, and if you can add a name to that. Oh, totally. Um, it's kind of funny because, like, most of us have, like, day jobs that we do because this obviously is no one sees like burlesque the in the day yeah it's, yeah and then too yeah no one wants to see this kind of stuff gotcha. in the day um but i mean i have girls that have like legit careers and this is it as much as it's a side job it's really really important as well too so it's kind of cool to see like both of those things happen but i've got makeup artists i've got accountants like nurses regular everyday ladies that are holding down their real jobs and then still being able to like basically live their dream 
by doing something like this. Um, it's there's not a lot of options open um, to a dancer, so it's kind of cool that they have this like little platform to come out and do their side thing, because that helps them in their day to day life. I think day to day life. Um, they're a nurse all day long, yeah. and then all of a sudden. They come out on stage, and it's a whole different persona, and that's their other side, you know. And it's kind of cool to see that, and I think a lot of our crowd likes that as well, too. So I that think sounds that like that a great skit well. right there. Right? <laughs> all Netflix. The nurse that is also the burlesque dancer is always a, always Dude, a win. Br- nurse, like you're seeing the dead all day. You want to go see right? people alive. Yeah. Feel alive. So it's kind of cool to see, like, the dichotomy of that, like, that on a – from nine to five, she's handling like a teacher or something like that, and then all of a sudden at night, she yeah. has this whole different persona. She does like the, the librarian thing, you know, like where she just lets her hair loose. Exactly, yeah. which is always a good yeah. like burlesque thing. <laughs> Wait, so got, okay, so that, that's very oddball. So that's cool. So accounting nurse, right? Yeah, but they've got any, all sorts of things. What other hobbies might any of your, of your gals have that you know of? Like, do they like? Uh, I have one that's a yoga instructor, which is pretty like similar. Um, I have two that are really, really into horror, really into horror. So like they're adorable though. Super, super hot, adorable chicks, makeup artist and nurse, but love comic con and like horror stories kind of thing. Oh, that's okay. There's that. I got that. But yeah, we're all, I mean, we're all a little different, but all the girls have their own, um, we all have like our own stage names and stuff like that, which I think is really, really important because that's your alter persona for Well, the account, so she thing. doesn't go by like right. Laura CPA. Exactly. <laughs> then she turns it around. She's a whole different woman. Laura CPA. Exactly. <laughs> LVN. And by night. She's like looking at the crowd. Yep. Oh, your taxes are ready. <laughs> yep. yep. And that's what's amazing about it is the fact that like there is that like avenue. Yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah. That's it's so cool. And, you know, it, it, it's very similar to podcasting, especially with us. We have day jobs. We do we do things, and uh, it's very different. We use a different part of the brain when mm-hmm. we podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's why I'm always curious about, like, what is the other side with, with people who do things like what you guys do mm-hmm. or you gals do? What does the other side of the brain do? It's the whole Dirty Clark Kent yeah. Superman thing. You it know? is. Yeah. There Day we go. job. Right Superman back to doesn't that. save Charlie Pugh's gals. Right? <laughs> no, she he does up. not. He's she too busy up. for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you like? Like, I mean, because uh, burlesque is so vague, right? Like mm-hmm. the word and people associated with different things. Right. And mix it up or mess it up or think certain things. Since you're on our show and you have a microphone, what would you like to correct? From people, or like, what perceptions? Yeah, what perceptions, or what like, you know, like oh, I wish they would stop thinking of that, or like oh, I wish they could know a little bit more. Maybe like that the girls work really hard on what they're doing. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I get that's a, that's a toughie. That's actually a they tough expect to get paid me. like you're supposed to. Pay <laughs> uh, yeah, the getting paid is, thing is, 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 tip, really is tipping hard. okay? I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, tipping's like, totally okay with okay. us. It's not one of those things where you like put it in her like garter, okay. you know. Okay. So Good there rules is to that know. like distinction between the two things. It's um, burlesque. You send a yeah. telegram. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Telegram. No, we have a tip jar. We're classy. Okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. No. Um, um, but I mean, yeah, there is the 
because a lot of people think of it as more of a traditional type thing, they think that there's a lot of taking off clothes or whatever, and that's not really what we do. Not that I frown on any of that, because I think all of it is amazing and beautiful in its own right. I just think that there's many, there's so many different shades of it, many elements. Um, and yeah, because it is vague, it's, it's kind of hard because certain people will not maybe not come to our show or will come to our show as expecting a certain thing. Right. So, um, so for us, it is kind of hard cause it all, the only term that I have is neo burlesque. That's all we have. Yeah. And that just is your new form of burlesque. But because it is so vague, it's hard to like pinpoint that. Well, I got like some misconceptions about uh, <laughs> what you do just yeah. based on, on seeing what you guys have done. And it's kind of like, you guys, it isn't like, um, it's like your hours of operation are from like four in the afternoon to two in the morning and people mm. just randomly come in and go, it's a show. It's a, it's an avenue of entertainment. You mm. guys also play with bands. You guys, yeah. you guys are coupled with a whole night's worth of, yeah. of entertainment. And it's just, one different form of entertainment. If you can wrap your brain around, I'm going to go see this in addition with this and this and this, or I'm going to mm. go to a bar to see this show or see this act, then you can kind of really put yourself in a way where I'm going to go and, and, and pay a cover and, and see some entertainment. Like I would see a punk band, like I would see, mm. uh, you know, whatever a uh, spoken word. Right. And to me, that's kind of what I get. And I think when someone thinks of burlesque, I think of, uh, people think of like, these are the hours of operation. I'm going to go in. I'm going to walk yeah. in with an overcoat. See, and I'm going to talk like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that old school shit. But, but, yeah. but you know, like, yeah. it's not an all day show. It's an, it's a, sh- yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a show for a, however long your set is. It, it's a mm. set I feel like. And so, you know, you go and you do that and it's, it's part of the night out. It's part of having fun. That's exactly. That, what am it I is. on the yeah? On the dot with that's that? exactly what it is. See, so well, we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. I, people go show up. Show up. Have leave a good time. leave telegrams with tips. It's all good. <laughs> um, Candice and Jason, thanks for coming on right now. I think it's a really good time to take a break. We're drinking Czech Republic brandy. We're drinking a little bullet bourbon. And what is that wine? Freak it's show. Freak show. Yeah. Oh, that's so perfect. Just like our <laughs> Break time. Pilot number 82, Candace Small of the Black Veils. Hello. <laughs> Jason Small. I brought my husband. Fantastic IT. 
he, whether he came or not, his physical presence was here or not. His, He's just his, here to kick his it. short circuit electronic <laughs> presence. Johnny, what's short circuit? Johnny. Johnny Fives. Johnny Fives. Oh. I knew it. I knew it. Oh. Uh, you're that good. What was, wow, um, we just did it what was Matthew Broderick's one with the monkey? Wait, Remember that movie in the 80s? It kind of came, no. came, came out. Come on. Now you got me. Oh, now you got was Elizabeth Shue on that? I think she was on that. I think so. She's on everything. Yeah. She's... Adventures in Babysitting, all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Adventures in Babysitting, all-time greatest movie. Because fucking Thor is a kingpin, kind of. Mm-hmm. If you think about it that mm-hmm. way. Thor, what's, what's the actor's name? I don't know. Uh, no. No, What's his name? And he's in Men in Black with the suspenders and he's oh, like walking around. Yeah. Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent. Yes, yes. D- yeah, D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah. D'Onofrio? Yeah. He's like swole and slim and like like really? gorgeous, I guess, <laughs> in Adventures of Babysitter. He's Thor. He's like... like he's That's the, the same guy? He's the Are original you Thor. Are you serious? One hundo. What? Dude, I saw the movie for Elizabeth he's- Shue. I was happy to see Thor. I didn't know Thor was in the movie. I had no idea either. And remember the girl wears the helmet? Night. Yeah, I remember Thor. Can we? He can came you hear with these like people? the, the tow truck <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, and yeah. he's like with the wrench. That's like, Vincent D'Onofrio. Fix your car. Yeah, it's like his second role ever. <gasps> and then he went to you know what? And then he became Gomer Pyle, like a movie after, like it was another movie, and then he was Gomer Pyle. We have to watch that movie again. You gotta watch that again. Anyway. I'll watch it. Scott. You know, Full who? metal jacket. Oh, that one. I thought you didn't mention the <laughs> like, no, Are they in Detroit? Where wow. are they in? Chicago? Oh, Chicago. No, Chicago. 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 Yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know my wow. love for Detroit. Folks. Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> Dude, my neighborhood was like Detroit this like two days ago. What happened? Well, I do not have AC. And you know, Join the club. some of us don't. This we is, just had to turn off the fan right now. This is Batwing <laughs> season. This is Batwing season for you. Batwingers show, Batwingers, and um, super hot. So like our uh, dining room is just like it's like where we put our clothes to get up in the morning and leave. Like we don't eat in our dining. We eat outside. We just eat outside. That's what we do. And fuck it, whatever. That's what we do. So last night, I'm eating, and there's like, dude, the Dodger game was televised. Like it was on ESPN. No blackout, and you know, well, you got to be a family man and be like sometimes. Dodgers have to just be not shown on TV, but extremely loud on audio. They so lost. It's all good. They lost anyway. They lost anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost to an LA guy. Guy was like a Harvard Westlake guy. Anyway, um, because I didn't see it, I just heard it. But so I'm sitting there mm-hmm. eating, and so all I hear is like boom, because I didn't catch out of the corner of my eye. But I hear boom, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I hear like like one would like if one dropped the keychain, like so you hear this little rattle. And I look, and I'm like, what the fuck? And a guy hit a cyclist, right? Like a guy, like straight up, like, boom, hit a cyclist. Oh, no way. So I'm just curious, Fonz, and any of you chime in. If you hit a cyclist, what would your reaction be? What would your first initial reaction be? Holy shit. Right? Like, holy shit. And then maybe, like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. You would care. Dude, the guy came out and he goes, you fucking piece of shit. Blah, blah, blah. This, that. And the guy on the bike. So to my surprise, the guy on the bike goes like, 
where the fuck are you? I can't even, you fucking maced me. Like, and what? I'm like, and I'm like, was there a maze? This shit's gonna get good. This shit's gonna get good. <laughs> Bring the popcorn. Bring the popcorn. Dude, the guy's like spraying water on his eyes, and the guy's like, like, bubble. He's like, you fucking maced me, bro. And then the guy in the car is like, you're the one who provoked me, and you freaking got in the way, and you hit my car, and I'm gonna drive. And like, I honestly live in a in a corner of the street where everyone runs the stop sign. Like I've seen like. A girl hit a car, like all sorts of crazy stuff. Like just that, that, that is such a dangerous stop sign that I, that I live in. And so I'm like this fucking bike guy. Cause I drive and my spiel a couple of podcasts ago was about bike guys. Like I yeah. hate like guys don't Dude, follow yeah, the they rules. Don't they don't follow the rules. They don't stop. Right. They just go through like, and, and I also got beef. Especially here. And I also got, yes, especially yeah. here. And I got beef because like, how come they don't pay taxes right. to share the road, they right? Like they, they should, like there should, should be shit. like a little like, chip in their retina or yeah. at least on their bike. And then every year they should pay like $7 at least, right? Yeah. Like, but they don't pay anything that like, we have to pay registration for a car. How come they don't pay anything for like being on the road? So anyway, so in my head, of course, I'm like, dude, this dude straight up, like disregarded the rules and freaking bang, hit it, right? And the guy didn't, the guy probably felt the same way. It was like, fuck, I'm not giving you shit. No leniency. You didn't follow the rules. And then it seemed like the guy like attacked him. And so he maced him because usually, because I, I can see both guys and the guy on the bike is in shape. And the guy who's like in the Prius came out. was like, like in the Prius. Yeah. And the Prius was like, like, <laughs> isn't that like a bicycle the, too? But, well, yeah. <laughs> almost, yeah. Almost. It, you know, it has a basket in it. It's okay. like, it's got a basket. So, I was like, dude, this shit is gonna. No wonder he got maze. He was probably gonna beat the crap out of him. But apparently, so wow. so like everyone's out. Like this is when you see your neighbors. You're like, oh, that's <laughs> the guy who lives in that house. Like you're like, oh, like you just see everyone, right? Yeah. And so everybody has popcorn. The cops are going back and forth. They call the cops. Cops show up, and then the guys like he's still like the, the, the fire fired fired firefighters and the paramedics haven't shown up. Just the cops show up and they're still talking so like the the people who aren't eating dinner and watching all this shit are walking over and they're coming back and i'm kind of collecting stories from everyone back so it turned out this dude was the last guy on a group of cyclists and the guy in the prius had to stop to wait for everyone to pass by even though when like if you're in a car one car goes everybody goes. so he yeah. stopped and a bunch of cyclists passed by and he was like flipping them all off and so the last guy on the bike flipped him off and so that triggered him to like drive around and be like, oh, you're flipping me off, blah, blah. And so he freaking maced him. And the guy was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like all confused. And then they came around my block right in, conveniently in front of where I was eating dinner. And the guy in the Prius opened the door and the guy like, boom, flipped over and fell over. And the guy, and then that's when the argument started. And so the guy was already maced. And so then the ambulance comes and then the firefighters come. And they're like, I mean, literally, they're like just cussing back and forth at each other. Except the other guy can't see. And he keeps yelling, I can't fucking see. I can't fucking see. Oh and I'm God. like, ooh, ooh, what's going to happen? And then my kid's like, Paw Patrol's here. Like, Because <laughs> he got like, I think it's like Chase Marshall and someone else. I'm like, yeah, but we got to like put some headphones out. Like, like, dude, they're like, there's some shit going on. And so then the guy like finally like 
I mean, then they, they like the cops pull him over and they're kind of taking each other's story. The guy on the bike just kind of fell, like, so they had to take him in. And I was like, dude, this That's is hardcore. gnarly hardcore. So, with that, I'd like to apologize to most bicyclists <laughs> and say I'm strongly uh, now, now, because people can change, right? Like, think of the people that voted for Trump. Good for you. Can't blame them all. They're kind of duped sometimes, you know? And, Some of them might you know? second guess it, you know? Yeah, and, but I'm not going to be one that's going to be, like, standing on my laurels and say, like, well, you know, I'm going to find a reason why the guy got his ass kicked. But I kind of will a little bit. Like, <laughs> dude, you're the guy in shape. How do you get fucked up by a car and mace? No, like, no, 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 no. The guy How do you get car, fucked up by a Prius? Yeah, no, but the guy, the, guy, the guy who came out of the car was like a meatball, right? He's kind of like a middle-aged man, very overweight. But he maced right. him first, though. No, but so. what I'm saying is like, dude, I wouldn't let a guy like that get the best of me twice. Oh. Like, you know, like, no. I can jump. I can roll. I can right. dive. I can, like, do a push-up. Like, I wouldn't let a meatball like that, dude, like, spray me and then like boom get me like that quick <laughs> you know what I mean so okay but, but I digress like that's I do like I'm not gonna be like that's you, you you deserve that he did deserve that so I'm on now officially on back I'm on back on board I'm back on the bicycle seat if you wanna say <laughs> like I'm I will get saddle soreness like I'm good that was jacked up <laughs> made for an amazing dinner I was just gonna say Better than TV. <laughs> better than TV, but not better than Black Veils at Harbells. Thank uh, you for the plug. Yes. Well, this is your show. You're our guest. Sorry to freaking be that such a dominator good. of the yeah, show. I like it. I like it. Um, you guys got some shows lined up. We do. What we are, do. Where, when are your shows and what's your rotation? What's um, going on? We have a steady residency at Harvell's in downtown Long Beach. Yes. Well, um, every what? Every last Thursday. Ooh. So the very last Thursday of the month is ours. Yes. We take it over. Cool. It's our night. We have a couple Fridays that we do from time to time. Um, but at the end of August, we have a show on the 30th. And then we have another show on the 2nd, which is a Sunday. But All at Harvell's. All yeah. at Harvell's. Harvell's. Yeah. Bells, high demand. That's our home. Get that's our once, residency. Get it twice. That's where we kill it. All right. Um, yeah, so we have a we have a regular show on Thursday night, which is amazing. Y'all should come. And then um, we are doing a separate show with the Glenn David Andrews band from New Orleans. They're um, they've been touring internationally and they're coming to Long Beach. And so we're going to do a little opening number. I'm not, sorry, not opening number. Opening show for them. And then we're going to uh, partake in their show as well. Oh, right no afterwards. way. That's so, cool. Yeah. Dude, you mentioned yeah. yeah. this guy right here. This guy is. Oh, I love New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like <laughs> legit New Orleans jazz band. Oh, my God. They're I'm there. Amazing. Sign me up. So we're going to do a whole different show on Sunday versus Thursday. Thursday is more of our regular type of you know, um, more modern type songs. And then on Sunday, we're doing straight up New Orleans type jazz, like bluesy yes. type stuff, wearing different outfits. It's a whole different show catering to that sort of thing. And it's going to be exciting. I'm really excited for it. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing. Show up. Show to one. Show to all. 
Mm-hmm. That kind of vaudeville, kind of right, show up, show right. up once, show up all, buy this come snake on, oil. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely check out Black Veils. Uh, what are the dates again? On dates. August thirtieth and September second. I've never been to Harvells. You've never been now. Yet? The, the Long Beach one. I, mm-hmm. I've been to the LA uh, Santa Monica, Santa Monica. The West Side yeah. one. Yeah, I've never been to Long Beach one, um, and they're the same. Same, same owner, yeah, ownership. same owner, same same type of thing. The one in um, Santa Monica has been there since like 1931, yeah. so old school. But tell tell right our there. listeners about the Long Beach one. The Long Beach one, yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It's um, it's different from Santa Monica because you go literally underground. So it's in a basement. It's very speakeasy. It's like that dark, sultry, velvet sort of like speakeasy kind of vibe. And um, it's brilliant to have a show there because we brilliant. can move through. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. So we can move throughout the venue. Um, we have like this beautiful red velvet wall with like revolving doors. Um, me and my girls do a lot of inverting because we have like some aerialist stuff. So we do um, Lyra, which is basically a hoop hanging from the ceiling. So we do that. And there's and enough room for that. Like, there is. Oh, yeah, shit. there okay. is. So we do some some hoop um, hoop routines and whatnot. And then we hang from the bar. We dance on the bar. So we're upside down, topsy-turvy, in your face, all over the place, shaking booty, flipping hair, heels, sexy, dark, sultry, dance. That's what we do. What are we doing here? Let's go. (laughs) We're telling everyone to show up. To show up. It's underground. It's off of... Brilliant. (laughs) It's off of uh, uh, Broadway? It's off of Broadway? Yeah, it's on Broadway, right off the Pine. Um, It's it's right next to Congregation Ale House, but downstairs. Hence the speakeasy part. I mean, you literally have done an incredible job of describing what your show is you've talked about what harvells is your environment but and 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 dude it sounds like a great time great time jason absolutely i mean (laughs) so there's no doubt no doubt you go you see you go see black veils you're gonna get you're gonna get entertained you might even become part of the show you might Mm -hmm. become part of the show and and you're talking about the majority of your uh viewership is uh females Mm-hmm. Right and yeah. and full stock bar mm-hmm. Narvels what's not to like right so yeah. the fucking product is solid it's legit <laughs> there's no more need to kind of even like talk about why you would want to go just fucking go so with that in mind let's get down to some fun stuff oh here we go so you got seven gals you've always had seven gals no actually you've I've had multiple I've had gals. as much I've had as many as. 18 but i think it's better to have a smaller group it's easier to maintain yeah it's a lot of females okay and the reason i ask that is because mm-hmm. i have to imagine there's like kind of like you've had girls that try out and there's turnover and you're like god i gotta replace yeah girl. she like she took her lvn seriously she took her CPA yeah. seriously <laughs> yeah, that's so stupid. True. like yeah um come on now i know you got like a friend of a friend who said like Dude, you should check her out. She's really good. Like you should, she should audition. Like, have you ever had any like funky or shit auditions that you've had to like sit through? Oh. Are there any memorable ones? I no mean, names. I, I know I want right, the names. Yeah, you can't give like, me any no names. names. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to say because 
Did you I, get any like Titus Titus Andromedas like like males? Be like, I want to get like like what what are auditions? I mean, like they do get what, some guys what, that like want to be in our troop, and I'm like, well, what have you it's sat through? I'm just at. so curious. What have you yeah. sat through? Um, for the most part, I mean, you do get people that just generally want to try it out, and wait, try no, I mean. Try out for your like. What do you mean? They just oh, want to try out. Like no, they literally want to just try out doing oh, try burlesque out. Okay, got it, got at it. the tryouts. You know, type of thing. Like, I see. So there's that. Even better. Yeah, which is hard because it's not something that you can just like pull off out of nowhere. It does take a little bit of work to do. You know, so a little, a little, a little. You have. I mean, you have to like turn yourself onto that sort of being open. To and to sticking that booty out or flipping that hair, and you've got to own it. You can't be subtle about it. You can't have anxiety about it. So every once in a while, I will get those girls that are are shy, and so you have to bring that out of them. But it's tough in an audition, you know, type of situation like that. Um, but that's why in my classes I try to teach that, so that way they can come back. And then take it over for themselves and, and own it type of thing. Because it's in there. It's there. They have it. But it's just subtle and you have to bring it out of them kind of thing. No one's showing up like <laughs> two life crew like, oh, oh, this is what you guys are looking for? Oh, my bad. Oh. No one's showing up like, yeah. no, one, no, no one's showing up like that? Come on. I mean. <laughs> I mean, years. You said three years. Yeah, I've been doing over. it for three years <laughs> Come now. on. You got to be like, oh, someone's yeah. showing up like just like. I mean, every, like I mean, every once in a while, you like, will get what? somebody Pump? that what that yeah yeah they think that they're did, they'll like, think in or your something. Tagline, you did say in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant in your face. Like that didn't work. Yeah. Looking like a uh, homegirl. What's her name from Saturday Night Live? Uh, Jones. It just nothing. Oh, no, one, I wish she would audition. No one that aggressive. Would be fucking like, badass. I would take her in a heartbeat. Jet music. What? Yeah. Huh? I would take her and I'd be like, girl, you don't have to dance at all. Just do sure. you. Just to you. Oh, so you want that? Okay. Yeah, people would pay for that. Both show. So nothing like that. Or no one, like, kind of, like, just, like, so far, ooh, your like, heart's there, your talent's not there. Yeah. I mean, that happens from time to time. It does. It does. Well, one time. What happened the one time? <laughs> oh, nothing bad has happened, actually. Okay. Okay. Like, nothing terrible. I, I, I think they're not... all amazing in their own right. It's just some of them, so, you know, are more comfortable than others and a, ready yeah. for it. You have a very kind heart. That's I all do. I gotta say. You have a very <laughs> kind heart. I appreciate all of that shit. If you show up and you're willing to like dance it out and give it all, I appreciate that. Even Titus Andromedas. Even Titus <laughs> Andromedas so shows up. Yep. Like, like. It takes it takes guts just to show up. So I appreciate any of that. I've been to many open auditions and done that shit. Yeah. So the fact that like I just showed up <laughs> says a lot. So anybody that shows up, I appreciate that. That is a girl with like guts, boy with guts, whatever. Well, you guts. say that now. You Wait till you get up. your subreddit category. <laughs> I'm gonna have a sub 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 okay. subreddit category that like, fails. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you see what I was doing there, Fonz? I was, you know, I don't know. All right. Okay. All right. So I was trying to pull, I was trying to pull some stories. You have a very nice heart. That's very nice of you to uh, uh, hold those stories. Yourself. So Actually, I'm mean, honestly, no, very selfish of you, but very nice <laughs> of you to hold those stories. Um, 
But so you guys, we talked about Harvells. Mm-hmm. Where else have you guys done shows? I saw like there was like a, I just saw on your social media. Was it like a house or a boat? Oh yeah, like, we'll do like private parties and things like that. Like where we're have open they been? to doing anything. Um, we've started out like small bars. Like our first shows were at Sidebar in Fullerton. So little tiny small shows. So the, guy, the guy Lit, right? The guy from Lit was he yes. a bassist or guitarist or yeah? The guy from Lit. Okay. All right, yeah. I'm not sure what he was, Something. but he mm-hmm. owns that place. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. It was a good like starting point. Um, then we moved on to a place in Newport called Envy. We did some shows there, which was really cool because we could do silks, more aerial type stuff. It was a venue also, like a bar. Yeah, right. yeah. It was a venue type club and they had like super tall ceilings so we could do more of our like circus aerial type stuff. Um, and then since then, we've moved on to Harvell's, which is our new home. And it's since it's a basement, we can't really do two. We can do hoop, but um, or lira, but we can't really do silks. But you guys did a house. Yeah, we did somebody's house just recently, which was kind of awesome. House. Yeah, it was a house party, and we do like private events and things like that. So if people hit us up and they have like a holiday party, birthday party, I don't know, whatever kind of party you can think of, don't we'll you do need, it. But don't you need like a, a smooth stage you need something like a stage like yeah. a smooth it's not like do it on the grass yeah yeah grass is not really ideal nor is cement watch out for the mosaic oh uh, uh, exactly like trail yeah exactly <laughs> so a stage is definitely preferred Got but, but you'll we'll figure it out do what we can figure yeah. it out yeah we'll make it happen we'll make it work no matter what sort of venue or backyard you got we'll do it we got lucky recently. We had the type of venue where they had a little tiny stage and a pole. So that's why I ended up doing a little pole number. There you go. But, you know, depending on the type of venue and what they've got available to us, we'll accommodate. We'll make it happen. We can do all sorts of shit. So you guys do private parties. You private guys parties, are, are. You guys got a residency at yep. Arbell's. Uh, we'll do how, music videos. You guys will do music videos. Yep. Yep. Choreograph in the background for those who yep. can't dance. Yep. Right there, you go uh, exactly. <laughs> so then, how how do people find you? What's do you get, do you know off the top of your head your social media or your contact? Yeah. You can find us through Facebook and Instagram. That's the best place to find us. So Instagram is the Black Fails. Find us there. Same thing with Facebook. Um, just direct message us. You can privately book us. Otherwise, we're at Harvell's every month last Thursday, killing it. Sounds awesome. <laughs> Is there anything that we missed that, that you would like to add? Um, only that we're sexy and badass. Perfect. <laughs> kind of describes our show, Fonz. Yeah. Sexy <laughs> and badass. Yeah. Something in common. I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's badass. This show, the pilot number 82. Eight deuce. Eight deuce. All right. Uh, again, thanks for coming, Candice. Thank it's you very for generous me. to share your time with us. And Jason, you as well. And uh, share your time with us in the cyber world. Oh my God. This a bulk of the show couldn't have been done without you, dude. We'd be like uh, sending voice text messages to our followers. <laughs> Hi, Tell this is the podcast. Is this on? <laughs> Hello. Uh, thanks again, you guys. And uh, all right. Uh, check out Black Veils. They're, they got the residency of Hard Bells. Um, and uh, don't miss out. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>